This is Entrepreneurs Get Visible, the podcast for people who want more impact, influence, and income. I'm Anna Parker-Naples, and I'll be sharing with you proven methods from leading entrepreneurs that help you get visible as an authority in your field. Because anything's possible when you get visible. Good morning and welcome to Entrepreneurs Get Visible. Today, I want to talk you through the process of setting out a launch for a new product, a new service, something that you're going to be selling to many people. And the reason I've decided to do this today is that I am, I'm in the middle of two launches. I've recently completed a launch of the podcast membership, which we launched periodically. And this time around, we had not only our monthly offer open, but we also had a one-off special annual offer that was available to purchase as well with various bonuses. And I'm about... In fact, right now you can sign up to take part in this. I'm about to start a new challenge for a new offer that I haven't put out there before. And I thought it would be interesting for those of you who perhaps have never done a launch or are feeling inexperienced at doing a launch. Maybe you've done a couple, but you don't really know if you're doing it right I thought it might be interesting for you to hear a little bit about my processes and my decision making as I'm planning out what to do. And I'm going to share a lot of this, as I always do, from that place of what I had no clue about four years ago when I started out in the online space. So the challenge that I'm about to run It's called Raise Your Profile, Raise Your Prices. And you can actually sign up for this either in the show notes below this episode or at www.raiseyourprofileraiseyourprices.com. Now, deciding to do a challenge isn't because you want to just do a challenge and get group engagement. You could do it for those reasons, but really if you're in business, you want to make sure that you're always thinking about how are you going to get the sale. So really, it starts at a different place. It starts at a place of deciding, I have something I want to offer. And knowing what that particular offer looks like, what the results of that offer are, what are the sexy benefits and the results that you are enticing people into that offer with. And once you have an idea of what you're going to be selling, then you can think about, well, what price point do I want this to be at? How much money do I want to make? And that might sound really mercenary, but everything we're doing with launching is about numbers. So, for example, let's say you wanted to make £10,000 or $10,000, wherever you are, you can change the currency. Let's say you wanted to make 10000 and you were going to sell something at approximately £1,000. So let's say your course or your offer was going to be the £1,000 mark. You would know that in order to get that to happen, you're not going to convert every single person who comes into your field, who comes into your email list, who comes into your challenge or your masterclass. So over time, you can build a picture of what your personal conversion rates are. Now, for a challenge, the average conversion rate is approximately, it's between 3 and 10% of everybody who does your challenge will come over to purchase your thing. If you are doing a masterclass, it gets a little bit more complex. So 
30% of the people who sign up for your masterclass will show up for your masterclass. And then from there, your conversion rate will be, again, between 3 and 10%. If you're launching entirely to your list, then the conversion rates are likely to be between 1% and 3%. So once you know these figures and you track them for yourself over a period of a few launches, you're able then to work out, right, okay, so if I know I want to make 10,000, I now know how many people I need to attract onto my challenge or my masterclass or whichever process I'm choosing to bring them in to purchase that offer, knowing full well that majority of people who participate won't be purchasing. So now you know it's a numbers game. You have to think about what's going to be the best way to generate goodwill, engagement, connection, trust and value so that people are willing to purchase from me. And this doesn't happen by just you waking up one morning and deciding two days later you're going to host a challenge just for a bit of fun. And believe me, I've done that too, because I had no understanding of how influential a challenge or a masterclass can be for sales. And then when you're thinking about which way you're going to launch, be it a challenge or a masterclass, otherwise known as a webinar, or whether you're going to do, let's say, a boot camp or a free three-day live training, you've got to think about what's your personal style, when do you think people are going to be most bought into you, and really what you enjoy, because if you're not enjoying it and you don't feel like you can get results from what you're about to deliver for free in most instances, then that's going to show up in your content as well. Before you get going with any of this, it's about seeding your audience, working out, is this something that they would want? Maybe you know what the end offer is, but you're not going straight into the offer. You're enticing them in with a masterclass or a challenge. What results do they really want right now? that I know I can deliver to them in a short time frame. And you're not hoping to go all the way. You're not promising the entire business result that you and your credibility offers. But what can you do that gives them tiny wins so that they know that you've got the answers, but they also understand that there's so much further that they can go? So I'm going to take predominantly for the rest of today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the challenge that I'm setting up myself. And I'm not giving too much away, but I will be alluding to some of the things I've done in other challenges as well. Just to remind you, I'm launching a challenge this time around, which is open for you to sign up to now, which is called Raise Your Profile, RaiseYourPrices.com. So once you've decided what you're going to do as part of that launch window, it's then deciding, well, at what point am I going to open cart? Because that won't be the first day of your challenge. And it won't necessarily be the last day of your challenge. At what point am I going to let people know about the amazing offer that I have? And this is worked out weeks and weeks ahead of when you actually deliver. The reason being is that in order to get the best results, you're going to want to do several things. The first, you're going to want to make sure you have an opt-in page, a landing page that is specifically designed for someone to sign up to your challenge or your masterclass. And that opt-in, when they opt into that, it takes them into a nurture sequence, which is triggered in an automation. So, for example, in MailChimp or ActiveCampaign or Kajabi, depending on where you're running your list, that then activates a sequence of emails that is going to go out to them, which is going to further demonstrate your expertise and, crucially, give them way more value. Now, that nurture sequence of emails could be 
a three to eight part email series talking about the problem that they have that you offer a solution to, demonstrating you know what you're talking about. Or sometimes it's done as a three-part video series. So they actually see you, they hear you, you're giving a few gifts away, potentially things they hadn't expected from you when they signed up. So you are now over-delivering on your promise. Then you've got that opportunity in your emails to remind them to come to your challenge group, to remind them to come to your masterclass. Because as I said before, when people sign up for things, It's only approximately 30% of people who will then participate fully. And the reason can be they've got a lot going on in their lives. They've forgotten. They've got so many other distractions. You want to be showing up in their inbox and on your social media to remind them that they're going to be taking part. Then you've got to think about getting everything in place for when you, during during that challenge week or that masterclass open cart week, You want to make sure before you open cart that you have your sales sequence prepped out. And by that, I mean that you've got the landing page, you've got the sales page, you've got the terms and conditions, you've got the thank you for joining page and all of the email sequence and sequences on social media ready to go, already scheduled, already written, already pointing to the sales page, already written to entice people to purchase from you ready to go so that during that launch sequence, you aren't having to create everything from scratch. It's all done way in advance because no matter what, a launch week is tiring. It does take it out of you. Some people will claim that they love it and it's joyful and it can be a real buzz, but I can guarantee that it will be, it will be tiring. But for me, I see that as exhilaration. So you've got to think at all of these stages, how prepared am I for this launch? And this is something I've really learned the hard way. I had no idea about launching, what that meant, what that looked like, what incredible results you can achieve in your business when you get these things right. And it comes down to this. When you open cart, you have already excited people. You've got them waiting for that moment you're going to open the cart, that they have permission to purchase from you. It gets to a point when you've got the right offer with the right bonuses at the right price with an audience that you have warmed up and they are ready and activated. Then your sales process, it can happen like a dream. And I never thought that I would feel like this. And very often what happens is if you get it right and you launch, you open your cart during your masterclass at the end of the webinar, or you open it mid part way through a challenge, what happens is you tend to get a bit of a flurry of activity right at the start. And then you get trickles of people joining. And then on the last day, it goes a little bit crazy right up to the final minute. And it's this closing people down That doesn't sound very nice, but you you get my point. It's this closing your launch strategy down, this repeated message that you have the answer to the thing that they're struggling with, that you understand what's going on for them and that you have that promise for them and that you've had social proof and you've, you've, you've shown that you've achieved this for many other people in the past. Combined with scarcity, that scarcity tactic, you are going to miss out. This is not happening again at this price or with this bonus, or I don't plan to run it again. And that scarcity doesn't have to be manufactured. It doesn't have to be false. It can be very real. In fact, in my business, we make sure that if we say this isn't happening again at this price, it does not happen again at that price. And so 
It's actually that enticement and that fear of missing out, the big fat FOMO in the room that gets people to take action. And at this point, during this open cart week, this is where if you've not done all of your prep work before you launch, you might lose your nerve a little bit because you're going to send out lots and lots of emails and people worry about this, that they're going to be judged, that they're going to be annoying people. And what I would say is do not ever worry about the people who unsubscribe from your list. They are welcome to unsubscribe from your list. Welcome that because they are not going to be your customer. They are not the right fit for you. Someone who genuinely really likes following you but isn't going to purchase from you, they're not actually going to mind that they're getting extra emails. They can just ignore them. I mean, that's the truth of the unsubscribe situation. And it might be that they're really intrigued by what you're doing, but for whatever reason in their life, it's not the right time. You are going to send a lot of emails and and on close day as well, on the day that you are closing that cart, you want to have absolute minimum of two emails, but better than that, three emails going out to your list. And people get scared about doing that. But it's that final, final push that gets people across the finish line. And I would really encourage you to think about it like this. The people who are dancing on that deadline, they need the result. They need it. They've been thinking about it all week as they've done your challenge, as you've sent out your email sequence. They've been thinking about it all week and they're scared to trust themselves. Not you. They're scared to trust themselves to get the result. And by following a full launch strategy and all of the processes I've talked about in here, you are able to help them. So when you're launching, never be afraid to be visible with the fact you're launching because what you're offering is something that helps people. It helps them in their business, their job, their relationship, their sense of self. This is important work you're doing. So make sure people know about it. Give them the opportunity to jump and trust that you're going to catch them. So I wanted to just run through with you some of that, what it looks like before you go into launch week, what it looks like, what you need to have prepared, your emails, your sales sequences, your landing pages, your opt-in. Never mind the content that goes into your challenge and that goes into your masterclass. And the longer that you give yourself, the bigger run you give yourself into getting this off the ground, the more success you're likely to have. Now, that is something that pains me a little bit to tell you because I am an action taker. And this particular offer that you'll be hearing about very soon from me that comes off the back of my Raise Your Profile, Raise Your Prices challenge, I've known for at least six months that I was going to be doing this offer, if not longer. But I had to find the right window to get all the processes in place, to tease this, to imply in my social media that it's coming to warm up my audience, to get everybody ready, that there's a slight change, not change of direction, but a slightly different offer to what you're hearing about from me. Because it's that sense of intrigue at the beginning, that seeding, you're literally planting those seeds of an idea of a result that they need. You're planting the ideas of the result that you can offer them. You're planting the idea in their mind that they could have the result that they want and that it's painful to stay where they are right now. And those things don't happen by you just saying it once. They happen slowly over time. People watching your emails, watching your Instagram stories, your Facebook profile posts. And then comes this sequence. And I used to hate launching. 
because I didn't understand and I was scared. But when you understand those statistics about conversion, you know it's a numbers game and your job is to do everything you can to build those numbers up between launches. So I hope that this has been useful. And if you want to see it in action, come over to sign up for the challenge and it'll be, be, be a fly on the wall, be an active participant, but a fly on the wall in the whole launching process. So come over and check out Raise Your Profile, raiseyourprices.com. Take care. Thank you for listening to Entrepreneurs Get Visible. To get your free checklist on how to raise your profile and to find out about our community, go to annaparkernaples.co.uk forward slash get visible.